Hi, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am your host. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach. Today, I'm going to be discussing the dangers of attaching to an outcome. There are many reasons why attaching to an outcome is not the best idea. And, and part of the reason we do this is because we fear uh, several different outcomes that may happen. So therefore, we're trying to control reality, control people, control things, essentially things that we really can't control in order to assure that those negative outcomes don't happen. Uh, so in this episode, I want to go through some of the reasons why that happens, as well as some of the core understanding of, of the developmental struggles that happen uh, in early childhood, uh, wounding experiences that cause a child and then later on the adult to uh, create this sort of defense mechanism and obsession with controlling outcomes of our life. So to begin, I do believe that it starts in childhood when there's an abandonment wound and the child does not know how to self-soothe. And as a result, uh, the child feels extremely out of control and therefore unprotected, unsafe in a very chaotic world. And as a result, one of the ways it soothes is to uh, essentially uh, attach to an outcome or attach to a certain way of thing, uh, a certain way that things should be. And this, in essence, helps the child and later adult feel more in control, uh, more uh, essentially like things are predictable in a very chaotic and unpredictable world. So in early childhood, when a parent fails to set healthy expectations, not attuned to their developmental needs, essentially that leaves a child feeling extremely lost and abandoned. And as a result, again, this abandonment wound, uh, the child feels out of control. Uh, parents who don't regulate child's anger or disappointment, uh, essentially this creates the abandonment wound. And because of which the child, because they essentially don't know how to manage their own expectations, they essentially uh, just create their own. And oftentimes they're way out of touch with the child's developmental needs, uh, which creates incredible uh, shame. So another reason why eventually they would start to develop this obsession uh, with uh, controlling life, controlling things, and attaching to specific outcomes. You now children when they are abandoned in this instance, are going to feel extremely alone. There's going to be no context for life. So uh, attaching to an outcome essentially creates these sort of uh, guideposts so they can essentially create their own little world and uh, feel safe in it. Now, when the child cannot make mistakes, let's say there's a critical parent, a narcissistic parent, and the child feels that they need to be perfect or develop a false self, again, they'll attach to a certain way of being, which essentially is, is, is attaching to, to an outcome of the way they need to be in life. And essentially this, again, creates this, uh, this habit. When a child needs to walk on eggshells, not to trip up the rage of the narcissistic uh, parent. So essentially, the child is controlling themselves to assure that they do not uh, reach an outcome that the parent will lash out at. So another reason why they eventually will start to uh, be sort of obsessed with an outcome. Scared of potential negative outcomes. So essentially, when a child is wounded and then later on in life, they start to repeat these repetition compulsions of early attachments, what they're essentially doing is they're moving pieces around, moving people around, moving themselves around in order to obsessively control reality to replay childhood wounding experiences. So when this is the case, they're going to need things to be a certain way so that they can do a reenactment. So again, another reason why they become attached to an outcome. And finally, when you don't know how to deal with disappointment of one's expectations not being met. So essentially this happens with children, but then later on in life, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, an adult who does not know how to sort of manage expectations or once they set expectations, they don't know how to deal with disappointment. So essentially, essentially they become more and more controlling and more and more obsessed with how things should be, uh, again, to avoid these feelings of feeling out of control. So when there is this abandonment wound, like I mentioned, it leads to a fear of the unknown. So in an attempt to soothe the terrifying feeling of being alone when there is infinite possibilities in the unknown, uh, we become obsessed with a specific outcome, uh, and that sort of sues because now it's known, it's no longer unknown. The issue with attaching to an outcome is, there are many reasons why this is not the best idea, but some of the main specific reasons are 
that life is inherently unpredictable. There are so many things that are not in our control. There are many things that are uh, in our control, but there are many things that are not. So when we do this, essentially we're trying to control something that we cannot. We become very frustrated, we become rageful. Uh, oftentimes we just get disappointed with life and give up and quit. Or we become obsessive, we become very difficult to be in a relationship with because oftentimes we're controlling our partner, controlling our children, controlling ourself. And Attaching to an outcome is a way of feeling in control, uh, feeling safe. You know, we become uh, perfectionistic, terrified of making mistakes, terrified of falling out of line with what we feel reality has to be. Uh, because we're attached to the outcome, we're also obsessed with the methods to get that outcome. So we become very critical on our techniques of how we go about living life. Uh, oftentimes, we don't want to be seen as making a mistake or as a mistake because, again, the critical parent early on becomes a critic, uh, inner critic later on in life. And as a result, we become obsessed with just making sure that we are doing things the correct way. We have very difficult time and very low tolerance for disappointment. If expectations are not met, uh, we just throws us completely out of control, dysregulated. Abuse victims will learn to expect little to nothing out of life or out of relationships because, again, this disappointment of not getting their needs met is so intensely painful that if they just lower their expectations, then they simply won't have to deal with that disappointment. So not having their needs met as, I guess, not as much of a pain as the, the, the shame that would show up if, if their expectations are uh, disappointed, which is also why abuse victims most usually uh, expect the worst because if you can prepare for the worst and, and when it comes, you won't be blindsided, again, you'll avoid that expectation, that disappointment uh, of the expectation expectation not uh, being met. So now I want to go into how to overcome this obsession with attaching to an outcome. Essentially, life, the way I see it, is sort of a playground to learn life skills and to evolve as people. And in order to learn and grow, we have to make mistakes. So you need to allow yourself to make mistakes. And when you do, you have to have compassion and forgiveness for those mistakes and then try again. Because if you are too critical on yourself, you will simply give up and not try because of, again, the shame that shows up when that happens. So allow yourself to make mistakes. Uh, you know, as AA says, let go and let God. Uh, I would just simply adjust that to saying let go and let universe or let higher power, or let source, whatever you believe is running the show, uh, whatever higher energetic force is running this place. Just allow yourself to join forces. It's not all on you. You know, as a child, maybe you felt like it was all on your shoulders. You have to control everything, keep the peace, and you have to be perfect and walk on eggshells. You know, allow other people, the universe, you know, allow source to uh, to guide you as well and, and help you and, and allow yourself to be helped. Understand that you cannot control certain things. The things you can control are your reaction, your perspective, how you respond. You cannot control necessarily what happens to you. You cannot control other people and you cannot really control the facts of life and the truth of some things that just simply need to be accepted. So understand what you can control, what you cannot control. You know, you are a human being. Human beings are going to make mistakes. So to uh, assume that you're not going to make mistakes or to berate yourself or shame yourself for making mistakes essentially is to destroy and shame the very humanity that you are. Uh, the way I see it is nothing is certain. So allow life to unfold without it needing to be a very specific way in order to be happy. Allow yourself to be happy as you are with what you have. And that way, when something doesn't go as planned, you're not just thrown off base. You can simply roll with the punches. Uh, accept the limitations of the human condition and understand that we are very powerless in many different ways. Uh, so if we're trying to uh, protect ourselves from the unknown, protect, protect ourselves from being disappointed, in, in essence, we become more disappointed because then we uh, don't allow what's supposed to happen to happen. It's important to have expectations that are attuned 
to your specific developmental needs uh, that are realistic and that are flexible as well. Uh, when you are in this way, you allow yourself to sort of go with the flow and allow life to happen for you as opposed to trying to kind of uh, fight what's happening or go upstream. You allow life to sort of a work through you as opposed to needing to uh, be uh, moving things around, controlling things, controlling yourself, and simply not being present, not being content, and allowing life to uh, to flow through you. Uh, if you find yourself saying, it's not supposed to be this way, essentially what you're saying is that it's supposed to be another way. But the fact of the matter is, it is this way, and it is this way for a specific reason. So I believe it is our job to figure out why it is this way and to adjust ourself, work inwardly, to change the way it is on the outside. You know, Nothing happens on the outside until it changes inside. So if you do want a different outcome and you really wanna change the outcomes of your life and the way life is going for you, you gotta go inward. You gotta understand that these things stem from within, which is why I am so passionate about a healing journey because a healing journey essentially is about a journey inward to understand why your life looks like the way it does. Because if you look at your life, everything is a reflection of your inner world, which means that everything has an explanation. And if we understand why, we can then uh, change it. So really going inward is how you empower yourself to change your uh, inner landscape, uh, create healthier thoughts, patterns of relating, uh, way, uh, patterns of perceiving the world. And when that happens, when you create a healthier internal world, you're just not as obsessed with the outcomes of life because you realize that life is going to work out for you uh, no matter what happens, no matter what is happening now, and no matter the way it appears because essentially you can always adjust it as life uh, continues. So I hope this podcast gave clarity and I hope I did a good job of explaining why I think that attaching to an outcome is actually dangerous. Uh, I know from my experiences, I was obsessed with specific outcomes on how I looked, on how I sounded, on how other people related to me. Uh, it just wreaked havoc on my intimate relationships. I became controlling, very difficult to be around and, and very difficult to be in my own skin, very difficult to be around myself. I was not self-accepting. I was not going with the flow. I was not allowing myself to be, and I was certainly not allowing the universe to flow through me. So if this podcast resonated with you, then you are not alone because many people who have been abused, but even if you're not abused, and even if you haven't undergone trauma, this is a life skill of going with the flow that many people struggle with. So if this is a struggle for you, please allow me to assist you in uh, getting in touch with who you are, going on that healing journey, going inward, so you can really take responsibility for your life and, and not become so neurotic and controlling and uh, really become a healthy, loving, in the flow, intimate partner. So people will be attracted to you who are healthy as well, and you'll be attracted to them. That way you can sort of manifest these healthy relationships and enhance every level of your life. I wanna finish off with the serenity prayer. I can imagine you all have heard this, but I don't think we can repeat it enough because it's so powerful and very applicable to this specific episode. Uh, it goes like this, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So it's important to understand there are many things you can control and there are many more things that you cannot. So it's important to understand what you can, what you cannot, uh, discern between the two and uh, essentially allow life to happen with you. Life, the universe source is working for you. You do not have to fight it. You just have to understand that there are some facts of life that you cannot fight with that need to be accepted in order to truly change your life. So please reach out for a free 15-minute consultation. Uh, my email is info at yitzepstein.com. You can reach me by phone, 818-210-6049. I want to thank you all so very much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, all the very best.